It's time for another Cooking Minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony. And today, we'll pick out that perfect wine for your Thanksgiving feast. This is a 96 Merlot. Ah, beautiful. Now the 87 Cabernet. That's a little flinty. Here's a 92 White Zinfandel. Uh, excuse me. For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, I'll show you how to... This is the Tony Bruno Show. The autumn wind is not a raider, because the raiders blow. And it's not Thanksgiving yet, Robin. No, that was We haven't even had Halloween yet. I know Christmas decorations are going up in many stores. The Halloween stuff's been out for a month. Pump and Spice has been out for two months. Everything fall is falling except the leaves and some teams in the National Football League. I apologize, Tony. That I should. I have said, do you have any autumn stuff? Oh, yeah, I have an autumn open. Yes. It's and then it's playing a- the autumn wind yes. is the actual music, and it's a turkey tip for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I should, I should label that as Thanksgiving open, not autumn open. Well, Slight difference. Again, I, I here we are. I know. Not even I, a minute into uh, the show, uh. and I have to do this. As the mug right here says, ladies and gentlemen, as we welcome you to a Monday the first day of fall on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, the first of a double header of action. Give her one of those, the mug says. Give, Give her one, one of, of those. those. Can I use that to drink some uh, henny out of or something like that? You should that? Maybe be drinking be uh, hemlock out of this right now, Robin, <laughs> if you don't get your act together. <laughs> Do they still make hemlock? Do they have hemlock spiced seltzer now? I think that's a frowned upon by the uh, <laughs> legal establishment. What is hemlock anyway? A poison. I know that, but how do you get it? It's from a plant. It's called... A hemlock plant. I know. Shakespeare was Shakespeare used it a lot in many of his plots. Uh I want to get everybody in the right mood. I mean, f- Sunday is over. Everybody bitches on Monday, especially when their favorite football team loses, like Michigan fans in college and all the college football fans who cried, Temple fans, as I tried to warn Harry Mays to relax about Temple after their first two wins and going up to Buffalo as a 13-point favorite. And what happens? They shit the bed and lose. And then, of course, the Eagles doing what they've done for three consecutive weeks the first three weeks of the season, all the same script. It's sort of like watching uh, a Lifetime movie. You know the script. It's the same script every time. Except in the Eagles, the script is get off to a slow. They did score in the first quarter, though. They actually had 10 points at halftime, which is a forward step for the Eagles offense. But once again, the loss of two main guys has really, really totally discombobulated this organization. And when you look at the stats... Stats do lie. I know there used to be a show on ESPN called Stats Don't Lie. Uh-huh. And then they changed it to something else, and that failed too. The bottom line is, stats do lie. Because when you look at the Eagles' loss yesterday, 27-24, to 24, if you look at stats just at the box score, and you didn't watch this game, and you were on Mars, 
waiting for the lunar lander to come off and make a stop at the moon and then go up to Mars to pick you up. You know what happens? The Eagles won every statistical category. Time of possession, rushing yards, passing yards, touchdowns. And then at the end, they lose the game because guys can't catch. And I want to tell you, because every week, you know, there's always people who go through the Internet and look for bad things to post about people. Here in Philly last week, it was a big story about the parking lot. It was actually two weeks ago. It just seems like last week with the tailgates. Uh-huh. We had a good indoor tailgate yesterday because it was air-conditioned and cooled. We didn't get nausea like Eagles uh, offensive linemen did yesterday, trying to block for Carson Wentz in the heat and humidity. But the bottom line is this. Other than the drops, the offensive pass interference calls, uh, the drop passes, the inability to run the football, the inability to convert fourth downs, the inability, inability to turn a blocked field goal into two shots to go down and potentially win the game, at least get a field goal to tie it, that was the frustrating part of the game. Am I going to complain about officials? The, uh, the head turn, even people who were watching The Exorcist didn't see a head turn around that much when we saw Miles Sanders' head get completely turned around, yet nobody on the field saw that play. That's dangerous. It's not even that it's a flag. It wouldn't have really made much of a difference. It would have been a 15-yard penalty. He is so lucky that he didn't get seriously, seriously hurt. Exactly. Maybe they would have seen it if, they, if his head had come off with yeah. the helmet. But again, you know, the, the officiating crew was terrible. And I'm not blaming the officiating for either team's woes yesterday. The Eagles just can't get big performances and for all the people who want to turn us into Carson Wentz sucks, you need to go learn football, okay? And I'm not a Carson Wentz apologist. I'm a realist in everything that I do or say or think about. Carson Wentz, if you watch some of the breakdowns of the film, mm-hmm. yeah, he gets loose sometimes. There is one play that people have posted now, the one where he gets sacked in one of the two drives where he's trying to come back. And he's standing out there, and he's running around. He's, he's in, in the pocket. An offensive lineman, four of them, stop blocking as Carson is standing there, and a guy who let up on one of the blocks comes in and crushes him. That's the problem. And the fact that the officials were calling, this is the difference between stars and non-stars. Right. You know, they had three calls of offensive pass interference yesterday. One was a crucial one against, what's his face, that Darren Sproles. It was a 25-yard completion. Again, this is all when the Eagles are trying to get in into the position to either get a field goal to tie the game or maybe a touchdown to win the game because they had two chances in the final three minutes and 19 seconds of this game after the so blocked tense. field goal, and so they couldn't even get a first down. Forget about getting into position. They couldn't even get a first down on those two drives. You have... I got it written down right here. Three minutes and 16 seconds left. Eagles at their own 20. Two-yard pass to Aguilar. Incomplete pass batted down at the line. A deep incompletion to Aguilar. And then, of course, with one. And then they couldn't do anything. So, did they punt? No, they went for it on fourth down. Then 139 left. They got the ball back. Two timeouts. Incomplete to Ertz. Incomplete. Hollins. Such a crock of shit. It really is. Hollins, a five-yard catch. Aguilar on fourth down. (laughs) Offensive pass interference. Three offensive pass interference calls. Michael Irvin must have been retching when he watched that 
uh, what they were calling offensive pass interference. And it's because it was scrub receivers, Mac Hollins and, 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 and Aguilar, not getting any of Again, were they offensive pass interference? Did they really, really make that much of a difference? No. But that's, that's the kind of stuff when your team is not playing well and your backup guys aren't stepping up, you're not going to get those calls. And when you're dropping football, seven drops yesterday in this game, including one that was a touchdown by Dallas Goddard, which fell right out of his hands. And then, of course, Aguilar fumbles, Miles Sanders fumbles twice, twice. Isaac Sayamalo, who was ripped last week, actually recovered the first fumble. And then four plays later, he fumbles again. So you can't, and, and you give up a 100-yard kick return on special teams. That's why they lost the game. And that's why everybody's sitting around saying, you know, the Eagles are a better team than the Lions. Statistically, when you look at the, at the box score, they were. The problem is the game's not played in statistics. It's played on the field, and the Eagles couldn't get it done. It's that simple. That's why they're 2-1-2, two, and, two, and they're going into Green Bay on Thursday night where the Packers have never won, on, never lost on Thursday night football. So a lot to talk about there. Around the league, though, crazy, crazy stuff going on. But the, uh, the stories this morning on disgruntled players, let me get this out of the way, though. Because this morning, Jalen Ramsey called the Jacksonville Jaguars, the team that he wants to be traded from, the team that won on Thursday night football, and told them, you know, I don't feel good right now. I'm sick. Not only am I not showing up for practice today, I'm not going to practice all week long. And so while everybody in the league has gone crazy about getting Jalen Ramsey off the hands of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and what's it going to take to go get this guy who, without a doubt, is the best DB in, in the NFL, but is he now another head case? Is he now a problem child? We know he's a great player, just like we know Antonio Brown's a great player. But is this guy now a diva as well? And so the Eagles obviously need help. A lot of teams need help in the secondary. But when you got a guy who wants to get out, and he calls his team and says he's sick on a Sunday, and then says, oh, no, by the way, I don't think I'm going to get better the rest of this week while the rest of my teammates are getting ready for Sunday football. Because this week, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Meanwhile, in Carolina, the Panthers announced this morning that Cam Newton will miss this coming Sunday's game as well at Houston against the Texans. After they saw Kyle Allen go out there yesterday and absolutely light it up in a big win in Arizona, 19 for 26, 261 yards, four touchdowns, they said, hey, you know, I can. Maybe you could uh, be careful with the foot, but when you go out looking for a new ensemble for your next game, when you're looking for the newest in headscarves and really cool fall fashions, because it's fall now, Robert, it's the first day of fall. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. And people go out and, you know, you can't wear the winter. Well, you can't wear white anymore, right? Except winter whites, but it's not winter. So why can you wear winter whites now when it's still just falls just starting? You know, I don't make the rules and I don't often follow them either. I never follow the rules, Robin. <laughs> and neither does Cam Newton, except he will not play on Sunday. So Cam Newton, and they looked and they saw the tape yesterday. They saw Kyle Allen go out there and do a hell of a job. I mentioned this last week. Kyle Allen played two games last year for the Carolina Panthers at the end of the season when Cam Newton was physically una- unable to play. And he played pretty well. So it wasn't like they threw this guy out there to the Wolves. He looked like he belonged there yesterday, got a win. Obviously, the New York football giant fans are going crazy now. 
the same people who were booing this pick, saying that this guy, how do you take a guy out of Duke? Now all of a sudden he goes out there yesterday and lights it up and does what no giant first-round draft pick has ever done. All he did was go out there and just absolutely torch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down there. What's interesting to note about this game, though, as great as he played, as great as Daniel Jones was, 23 of 36, 336 yards, two touchdown passes, no interception, two rushing touchdowns, four carries with the ball, including the game-winning touchdown, was the go-ahead touchdown. Despite all of that, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers still got the ball back and went down and could have won the game with a field goal. And now the team that changes more kickers than the Kardashians change suitors. Ba-dum-bum. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers may be looking for another kicker. And if you think Philadelphia fans are bad, go look at what the Tampa Bay Buccaneer self-proclaimed fans are doing on Twitter to their field goal kicker who missed a field goal yesterday that would have won him a game. The bottom line is this. Fans are scumbags in every city. Fans don't know how to act because they see the whole world doesn't know how to act anymore. And now with the anonymity of Facebook and Twitter, you can go on there and say anything. Vile things, racist things, threatening things, stupid things. And you go on there and you get away with it. But the Buccaneer fans... I got to give them one of these today, especially you, Dean. I got to give you one of those. It's ridiculous. By the way, three and one with Mr. Sunday's picks, Robin. Three and one. My only loss, I took Arizona, but I gave you three winners, including the New York football giants. I had that baby sniffed out early. We will have a Monday night pick for you tonight as Mr. Monday night. And Mr. Thursday night back in action this week. So I want to thank everybody for listening up. Tony, but, I don't uh, know if you had this breaking news already regarding Antonio Brown. Um, I just... Is confer- this fake news or is no, this No, this is news? actually breaking news. What did he do now? Antonio Brown... Um, oh, he's going to enter school or something? He is reportedly I saw that this back morning. in school taking online classes with Central Michigan. He's going back to Central Michigan? Yes, he's going back to Central Michigan. This is confirmed story uh, through ESPN and a couple of other places. Yeah, they actually, somebody posted a, a, his actual curriculum. Yes. Um, his, I think he might have posted it himself. Yes, it was, a, it was a photo from Antonio Brown's Instagram account showing his online classes with Central Michigan. He is taking... Um, Let's see. It looks like he's taking MGT. That sounds like a management class. Possibly. Yes, MGT. That's not a new. Uh, it's not like CBD or all the other things we were talking um, about. Right? English. English. Which, which he definitely needs. Well, I'm, 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 yeah, English is good. Not <laughs> speaking good. English, but at least how about grammar? Yeah. How yeah. about punctuation? I, I think he realized. But does that he, he really was... need that? I thought he had more money than he could ever use, and then he was complaining about suing Robert no, Kraft. I think this is good. I think. No, this I agree. Is good. I don't care what he does in and his then, private um, life. That's good for him. By the way, I have actual tape. Of him getting ready to go back. I had a feeling this morning when I heard Did this you? and realized he's legit now. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. 
I don't know if the bell can save him. <laughs> but you know what? Out of all the crazy things that he has done, I think that this is one of the least. This is this is actually a smart thing. I think that what this happens is good if he's going to sue the school if he doesn't get passing grades? Probably <laughs> right. I could see him getting out of class one day and saying, "This bullshit stinks." Get me out of this joint. Now, what class is R-E-L? What do you think R-E-L would be? Uh, relationships? I, he, I think he, he probably, probably already failed that. that one, unfortunately. And then, and then S-O-C, sociology? Yes. So, yes. So that's but, you great. know, a sociology degree, you know what that gets you? Zip. A job at Boston Market <laughs> carving up turkey and chicken breasts for me. It gets you nada. <laughs> Sociology, but, but English, I think, is real. And re- if if R E L anybody, re- oh religion, that's what it is. R E, that's what religion. Was he losing is. his religion? Maybe he must. Yeah, I think he is that religion. Are you sure? Uh, Gladney, North Carolina says R E L religion. That makes sense. Religion, not R E M, of course. No, which stands for rapid eye movement, but, but it was also good for him. Good. And he it looks like he's starting in uh, actually those classes. Two of those classes started already, so he's going to be a little bit behind. Uh, they Does he get the, the credit for showing up and just sitting in a classroom like he probably did when he went to Central Michigan to begin with? I'm going to send this one out to my boy A.B., Antonio Brown, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to make fun of the guy. Well, I am, but but maybe he needs to get some R.E.M., not R.E.L. Yeah. Well, I think he needs to find some of everything. That's me in the corner, yo. By the way, you know, they are rebooting Saved by the Bell. I know. I don't think our buddy Mr. Belding's going to be in it, better be. How can you have Saved by the Bell without Mr. Belding? I don't know. We need to get him on the show. Yes, we do. Not REI. He's going to go there to to get some uh, winter wear and some outdoor gear. We need to get Mr. Belding on no matter what, whether he's on the show, which is fantastic, or whether he's not, then we need to show some outrage. Swedish Chef 2019. R.E.M. lost their religion. A.B. just lost his mind. Sadly, it seems to be the case. But you know what? If he's, you know, he's screaming about suing and getting $40 million at the Raiders' home and $9 million that the, uh, see, I didn't get trapped that time. Did not That's fall the first for it. time I did not <laughs> fall for that walk-up music by the great <laughs> SR20 Deep, ladies and gentlemen. They, yeah, they will be bringing back Timberly Amber, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I didn't really see the whole story, but I saw that they posted it because they're bringing everything back because there's no new ideas in Hollywood, which is why I didn't watch the Emmys last night. Did you even know the Emmys were on last night, Robin? Uh, no, I didn't know until this morning when I woke up. And From what time... I understand, just like every other award show, we really didn't miss anything. I was watching football. Then I turned ESPN on, and the Phillies are losing. and they're... So the Eagles didn't really get disgraced on national television. The Phillies, at least, ladies and gentlemen, if you were still grasping for one glimmer of hope as the Phillies play their final week of the season like every other team in baseball that's not going anywhere. Phillies were punished 10-1 to on a beatdown on Sunday night baseball. That game was so bad that I heard that the ESPN broadcast booth and the great A-Rod went out and actually ripped stuff off out of his own truck last night, his own SUV. He went out and stole shit out of it. That's how boring that game became, 10-1. to 1. Tony, I have a Saved by the Bell update. We have a Saved by the Bell update? Yes. Uh, the Revival has already tapped Elizabeth Berkeley and Marla Lopez. Wait a minute. Tapped Elizabeth? That doesn't sound right, Robin. Okay. Has already called. But it, this uh, cinemablend.com tapped. tapped. How can you say tapped uh, 
Elizabeth Berkeley. Although I would have tapped her. I probably still would. But she was great. And show, wasn't she the one in Showgirls? Showgirls, yes. What happened to Kimber... Uh, Thim, uh, what's her name? Well, if you'd let me finish my okay, sentence, I would let you know. Go ahead. So... I had to stop they, you a tap, though, no, they, they tap, But they say <laughs> tapped to both Elizabeth Berkeley and Mario Lopez. So, you know, they're tapping both of them. But great. It's equal opportunity. Not Catherine Tappan, of course. No. No, okay. Um, and uh, they will be returning as Jesse Spano and AC Slater, respectively. Um... They did not, however, ask Mark Paul Gossler. What? No, he will not be joining. Then how can you have a reboot with only two people back? What happened to Timberly, uh, Kimber- I can't, I can't well, say Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. What happened to Screech? Is he in a, in a sane asylum somewhere? I'm not sure, okay. but according to recent reports by TMZ, <laughs> They confirmed that Mark Paul Gossler cannot return because he's already contracted to appear in ABC's Blackish prequel spinoff. Mixedish is so uh, that unfortunately will not happen. Um, there. The good news though is that half of Hollywood already tapped Elizabeth Berkeley. And thank you, uh, AJ in San Antonio. See, I don't want to do those kinds of jokes here. Now, but see. if you're going to set me up with some pr- press release know, that says tapped in relationship to a hot woman who appeared in a movie about strippers. That may be, you know, that's just a bad job out of the, what is it called, Cinema Wire? Cinemablend.com. I got your Cinema Blend right here, baby. Does it have any, uh, what kind of flavor does Cinnamon Blend have in it? Cinema. Oh, Cinema Blend, cinema. not Cinema Blend. She's on the side stage yes. tonight down there. That is at a different website. That is a definitely different website. Um, the Save by the... Div- Bell revival does not have a premiere date yet. Um, Screech but- is fighting the bagel boss for fifty dollars after Lenny Dykstra. I think that's he's in line for. So those are the only yes, two so far that it states here that they have. All right, good. So I won't watch back. it. If Mister Belding's not, in, if they don't even bring back Bob Golick for these the college years, I shouldn't agree. they be in the middle age years? Saved by the Bell, the forties somethings. Supposedly, supposedly, if he were to come back and this is, they would continue the, the, um, the storyline, the uh, character that Mark Paul Gossler, Zach Morris, played would be a governor. Governor? Yeah. The governor? He apparently... Not Ed Rendell. In, I don't want to see him line. on anything else. I do not want to see the governor uh, go off in another set trying to break down football games. Sorry, Ed. I have no enough idea. Enough is enough, pal. I have no idea what the storyline entails, but um, he would be he would be a governor of California, I think. He's going to have greasy hair like uh, Gavin Newsom out there? Dude, know. that guy uses a lot of product. Anyway, nothing anyway. stinking saved by the bell. Yeah, the, the Eagles have to be saved by the bell. The Phillies, by the way, I hate to do it to them now. I've been patient. I turned it on last night trying to watch the Sunday night game, which was actually pretty entertaining. But... It is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is finally time for all you people. Joe Corrado, Andrea, all of my loyal Philly followers, the fans. Seriously. It's time to flush this son of a bitch down the toilet. We may be witnessing, Robin, the final days of Gabe Kapler. <gasps> no. That's not me saying it. I mean, that's... If the Phillies don't make a move after that, again, I don't call for managers firing. Coconut and, oil companies all over oh, Philadelphia are, are are worried. They're gonna they're they're concerned that they're gonna have an overstock of coconut oil that they don't know how to get rid of. 
I mean, Gabe Kapler, let's be honest. We already saw, and, and, you know, what's the guy's name out there in San Diego that got fired already? Andy something. Andy Green. Andy yes. Green was the first manager fired. Now today, I'm reading that the managers are now retiring instead of being fired. That's the new thing. I'm going to retire today so they can't say they fired me. I wonder if uh, Ned Yost is the one who announced he's retiring today. I so, guess they don't really need to worry about uh, unemployment benefits. <laughs> well, it depends on how much money you make. Ned Yost was a player. I mean, the, I mean, Joe Madden, the Cubs have absolutely crashed and burned. It looked like the Cubs for a while were in the mix there. and were, They put on a nice little spurt a week ago. Actually had a nice spurt last week, too. But that happens when you get older. It's not every day you can do it. But anyway, Joe Madden, gone. Is there any doubt about that? The Cubs fans know it. Cubs have basically mailed it in now, the final week of the season. Mm-hmm. The Phillies, I don't know if they've mailed it in. You can't tell anymore whether they're mailing it in or whether they just suck. And so baseball, the final season, it's over. It's all over, folks. Hey, you know who's not being fired? Who, me? No. Oh. Well, you're not being I fired. I can't fire myself, I, can no, I? No, can't fire yourself. I can resign, I can resign though, but or retire. You know, I already did that. I already retired. <laughs> but you're, you know, you can come out of retirement. That's the good thing is that if when you when you don't fire yourself, when you're not fired, you can come out of retirement whenever you want to. Exactly right. Um, but who is not being fired is our own, very own Luigi Curto. We, I want to give a big shout out and congratulations on a job well done. Um, he has... Uh, this was not related to, this was not our decision. Not we on his 18 parlay. He didn't hit that. No. No, okay. But but we we made sure that uh, we did not ask anybody to hire as favors. He has done this all on his own, uh, on his own merits. And um, 97.3 during the, the pregame show um, at the Tolman Joe's on Yesterday, Sundays. right? Eagles. Pre- it was yesterday, Robin. Um, I know it seems like yes, a month ago, but it was only yesterday. But he's, he's been doing some audience interaction, and then there was a couple of people that weren't able to show up yesterday, so he was sitting next yep. to you, and he did a fantastic Yeah, he sat job. right down in the, uh, in the co-pilot's chair, and boom, instead of being the roving reporter as he usually yep. is on Sunday's pregames, he stepped into the big boy's chair, and we killed it yesterday. And, and I gave him a, let me give him another round of applause. No, I'm not coming out. I was not. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm... But we, we, we are very proud of him, and I think he did a fantastic job. Yes, he did. I do have to rip him for one thing, which is a... Which so you're going to praise him, and then you're going to take yes, a cheap shot on the way out. because I know out. that he's listening. <laughs> I, I, I want to rip him for... A, and I want to say, Luigi, next time, no matter what you think you're going to be doing, always be prepared. Like a Boy Scout, bring a freaking pen. Bring a pen and pad of paper, no matter what you you're doing. you got to have them in your car. God. you got the condoms. you got the Alizé. you got the White Claw. Just in case the, you know what they say, you don't drink White Claw, but the Bishes do. Yes. So you got to have them in your fridge. You got to be ready at all times. All times. Like, you know, when you're a bachelor like he is, you know, he's got the nice apartment. He's got the fridge. He's got the Alize. He's got the White Claw. You got to have things for when somebody stops over unexpectedly. Colin Thompson, last minute, was not able to make it. And so Luigi, literally five, ten minutes before the show, had to step up and take the co-chair and he was not prepared. He's like, oh, my God. No, when we say not prepared, he was prepared for oh, yeah, fo- yeah, yeah. to talk football. Absolutely. He's always prepared. Yes. Except for that TJ Hawkinson, but and he, I had to he, rip him over that. I told him, you do not take a guy on an opposing team 
playing against the Eagles, as much as I like T.J. Hawkins in the tight end from Iowa, that's why I don't play fantasy. I'm not picking a guy on the team that's playing against the team that I'm rooting for. That's what made. That's why fantasy football is actually the devil for real sports <laughs> fans. It is Satan. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Luigi did a good. So, yep. so in his car, you know, I'm sure he's got some condoms in there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure he's got. You know, you have to have stuff in your car he's when you're a single guy. Deodorant, just in case. Yeah, you, you got know? the little spritz in there. You got a little aqua velva. What is he? Maybe a little have? high karate in there in the in the glove compartment. No pens, no paper, no windows. Nowhere. And no doors. Gotta, gotta, gotta get your shit together, Luigi. But no, I gave him a piece of paper, a pen, and he sat down and he was cranking it. Yes, he was. Not yanking it. Unlike the Eagles wide receivers yesterday. So, good job. Very proud of him. Exactly. And, and he called. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't recall this, but during the show. Yes, he, he, he nailed score. the exact score. <laughs> yes, yes. He nailed the score. He said that the, he said that the, the Detroit Lions would win 27 to 24. Let me give him one of those. Yeah, D. Conrad Vegas. Feel the love, Luigi. Feel the love. Feel the love right now because we can't, we, we can't promise you you'll feel it again for a while. No, nah, you know, we'll be ripping <laughs> you again before long. Maybe before the show's even over. Or later on tonight when we do the second part of our day-night doubleheader tonight, Robin. Yes. Soon as this show's over, we will jump in the family truckster again. <clears throat> it's almost like Working nine, it's like getting up in the morning, you know, when you work a <clears throat> lunch pail job, uh-huh. and you you pack the little sandwich in there, and you got the the, yeah. uh, the what do you call it, the lunch bucket, the lunch box. What's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? I think lunch I got a Gudegin sandwich in there, some gabagol. Isn't a lunch pail? Isn't it's that a the lunch reason? pail? Yeah, it's the correct. As soon verbiage. as the show's over, Robin gets all the equipment again. We throw it in the car, slam down the back of the trunk, and boom, we're off to New Jersey tonight, Glassboro, New Jersey. Landmark Americana, countdown to kickoff tonight from 6 to 8 p.m., and it's going to be huge tonight. You know why? Not just because Aton's going to be there, the great Aton Shander, and Colin Thompson and John McMullen breaking it down like no other show on the air anywhere, maybe in the United States of America, with the exception maybe of NFL Network, because all they do is football. But tonight we'll be there from 6 to 8, and somebody tonight is going to win not two tickets to Paradise. Two tickets to Lambeau Field, Green Bay, for Thursday night's Eagles-Green Bay Packers game. Dude. And you could, be one, you could be the lucky winner because the last two Monday nights, people there, everybody gets a ticket. You know how Joe Krause does it. Everywhere we yep. go, we hand out little tickets like they do with raffles and stuff, but you don't have to pay anything. I know. These are free Everybody raffles. in the place gets ticks. Not tips. They get ticks. Tickets. And then at the end of the show... Joe Krause grabs the mic and then announces two winners. They usually just get jerseys just for winning, Mm -hmm. but then they're put into the hopper. And so we had two winners from two weeks ago, two winners from last week. How many is that now? Now tonight, we will have two more winners that will be chosen tonight. And then those six finalists at the end of the show will be in the showcase showdown. And one of those people, one of the six, We'll get two tickets to Lambeau Field. Even I have not been there yet. I know. I I could go back every week if I wanted to, but I can't. Well, your name was up on the big Lambeau Field. My face. I was up there being interviewed at the end of the third quarter at Lambeau Field, Robin. I was on the big screen at Lambeau. Do you have pictures of your face on the big screen at Lambeau? 
I got pictures of a lot of things that I did in Green Bay. <laughs> Some of them are not quite appropriate. <laughs> so anyway, that's tonight at Landmark. Great place, great food, good vibe, and a lot of college girls. You know what they say about them college girls, man. That's right there, Glassboro. It's Rowan's campus, formerly Glassboro. It's still Glassboro, the city, the township, but it's Rowan College. And there'll be a lots of co-eds there to know. And one thing I notice about college girls, uh-huh. when they go out you know, to go watch football or hang out after class, yeah. they go out in packs. Yes, they do. Dudes do. Bros do that, too. Yeah. But college girls usually like pairs. There's always two of them. They, they do everything in pairs. They go to the bathroom in pairs. Yes. They go out in pairs or, or <laughs> pairs of pairs. You know, it's like two, four, six, eight, ten. I, uh, pairs are just the way I like it. You know why? Two chicks at the same time. Man. Exactly. It's much easier that way. Oh, oh, here, Trevor from the 203 says girls go out in tribes. 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 Not tribe called Quest. Packs. Packs. G- guys go out in packs. Girls go out in tribes. Tribes. I like that. Yeah. I Don't think they so. have other names where chicks that go out and, and would you call them packs? No, the guys. I packs are packs. Yeah. yeah. The guys are packs. Guys are packs. What are women? He, Trevor from the 203 says they go out in tribes. Are you sure? I like that, though. A tribe. Not clans? Oh, no, that's in other towns in South Jersey. That, that thing. Different. <laughs> Slightly that, different. That's the wrong town down there in the swamplands. Actually, in the... Uh, the Jersey Devil goes out by himself, though. That's the only one thing yeah. out there. They can't find that son of a bitch. No, but girls, girls are un- unique in that, that they don't want to be the odd man out, so to speak. <laughs> so they do oftentimes pair up. It's even numbers, even even number tribes. Not clicks. Oh, clicks. Yeah, clicks well, those is are a the, good one. Yeah, clicks is a good no, one. No, but clicks are chicks that hang out together and hate every other chick. Yeah. That's why they're called clicks. They're, they're exclusionary. They're bitches, basically. Yeah. Or as we can say now, so it doesn't sound as bad, bitches. I've learned now, bitches is the word, not bitches yeah. or biatch. Biatch is out. Bitches is out. Bishes. Except resting bitch face. Which that I've, is never going to be out. We have determined that I, I suffer from that. That was a big, big, huge uh, story on Friday. Boy, that, we got a lot of traction out of that resting yeah. face. I just threw story. up something on Twitter, too. We mentioned it on the air about this woman who got plastic surgery. And every woman that I talked to, we were up oh, in uh, King of Prussia on Thursday night at Screwballs. And I was making uh, resting bitch face jokes. And all the women in there, the moms with oh, their yeah. kids... They all knew exactly oh, what it meant. We are aware, Tony. We and I are was aware. not aware of it. That was the first time that I have ever heard that term even mentioned to show you that I'm not a sexist. You're lucky. Because if I were a sexist, I would have known what RBF was a long time ago. How come every woman knows what it is, yet I didn't know what it is? Because we are self-aware, Tony. What it is is what it is. Exactly. Women are way more self-aware than men are in so many different ways. <laughs> Biznitch, though. You could say biznitch. But anyway, we'll be out there tonight. Come on by. A lot of fun. Great place, Landmark Americana. The best restaurant that is attached to a liquor store. You want to talk about the perfect combination. You got a place where there's great food. People come in, watch games all over the screens. And then when they're heading back to the dorms, boom, you walk right in the Landmark liquor store. and Anything you want. Anything. I mean, what... uh, it's brilliant. You don't it even have to leave the club. attached to a liquor store or a liquor store attached to a bar, whichever Both. way you want to go. You go Both. into the landmark, have dinner, 
And then you guess you don't even have to leave and go outside and go into the other store. There's a store already in the bar that goes into the liquor store. Let me give them a roaring round of applause down there, ladies and gentlemen. And while you're at it. While you're at it, uh, thank you to Lemsky13 saying, Miss R, you maybe just need a little lift on the lip corners. Just a tad. You're great. Was he a plastic surgeon? Hey, if you're offering, I'm uh, (laughs) I'm a willing subject. Cupcake Eagles says, Freddie Mitchell wants to thank the Eagles receivers for their hands being so great. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back. Speaking (laughs) of great hands. Yes, but I got to give this guy, because you know every week in Philly, every week all over the internet now, because there's cameras everywhere, what happens on Monday? The rare, not rare, the, uh, the weekly weekend compilation of fans' misbehaving videos are posted everywhere, right? Philly was the national attention a couple of weeks ago with the stupid incident at the F-lot where uh, Mike Scott went in there, the 76er player, and there was a brawl, and it was stupid, and it made the city look like dopes. We have a mayor who does that every day. We don't need the fan base to add to it. But now this weekend... <clears throat> I've got two instances just at the Eagles situation. One was not even at the game. Not a game. Not a game. A man by the name of Hakeem Laws is a private citizen in Philadelphia. There was a fire in his neighborhood last night. And so as he runs out, the fire trucks are there. Hakeem goes out. And apparently in the building where there was a fire, there were children, babies in there. Yes, that's right. And then so the local news, CBS3 was there. Steve Lindsay, great reporter over there at CBS3, posted a video of the interview with this gentleman who is now, I believe, a national hero. Not only is he a national hero, he is now what makes Philadelphia so great. There's a lot of stuff about the city people rip. This is a guy that shows you just what fans are all about in this town. This is a man who doesn't drop babies, and he doesn't drop footballs. Let's go to the tape on, from CBS 3. Now, Tony, you sent me another video, but that's only 10 seconds long. Yeah. But the last look on his face is fantastic. Yeah. I'm gonna so play the first that. cut does, it, it stops. It gets, the punchline is delivered. Yes. But the so, second tape actually goes on to what happens after he delivers the punchline. Let's go to the first tape, which is the longer one, Robin. Okay. Because he explains what's happening where there's a fire yes. in his neighborhood, and he's out there with the other part citizens trying to help. Exactly. Let's so go that's to the what tape. I'm going to play first. Okay. Yes, you did. You heard that right. They were catching those babies being thrown off the ladder from a burning house. Unlike Aguilar. And unlike Aguilar was the number one trending topic this morning, not just in local Twitter, all over the world. Unlike Aguilar became... And, poor, you know, Nelson Aguilar had an unbelievable touchdown, too, in that game yesterday. Remember he made that one catch? He spun around yes, yes. twice and got into the end zone. Unfortunately, right now, because the Eagles receivers and he's one of the veteran guys he's not a guy he's not like these other young guys like jj arthago whiteside it was a rookie you know we saw other players step up a little bit they double covered Ertz, and so the other players had to step up 
And they didn't. Now, Tebow's pretzel saying that this guy, Hakeem Laws, said uh, this guy was fired from the fire department. Get his job back. If that's true, we want to have him on the show. We yes. actually put we put something out there. If anybody knows who he is, we know his name, but we don't have contact information for him. So if somebody somehow can get info to him and give out my uh, info, MissRobinAustin at gmail.com. Or yeah, I want to get him on the show to give him the, the necessary show. love. So then we, you just heard the tape. There was another version of the mm-hmm. tape, which is the same tape, but it goes past the part where he says, unlike Aguilar. And that's really the most incredible yes. part. You have to watch this. It picks it up midway through when he's talking about the babies being thrown and he was there catching them. And then he does the line and watch what happens after he says, unlike Aguilar. And was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching them, unlike Aguilar and his mishaps. I like to put that out there. <laughs> watch it again let's watch this oh, again wait, on twitch on, 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 on. play it again i, I could watch this on an, an endless loop for the next three days people down my man just started throwing babies out the window we was catching them unlike aguilar and his mishaps i like to put that out there and he gives the and he gives the, <laughs> the double the exit, that double right look. into the camera right into the camera it's and awesome. his mishaps i like to put that right out there and then he gives the turned head Bulging eye look like, come on, man. Catch the damn ball. Catch the damn ball. I got to give him another roaring run. I know. I mean, to to be a hero saving lives. Yep. And, and then still have the presence of mind to say we was out here catching babies, unlike Aguilar, Beautiful. is just... That is the ultimate fan right there. Yes. If any radio station, anybody who does a contest looking for the ultimate fan, we talk about real heroes don't wear capes. That man right there, ladies and gentlemen, is a Philadelphia hero. In more ways than one. Not because he took a shot at Aguilar, but because he caught babies. And then still, in his moment of glory, dropped an unlike Aguilar. Freaking brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> it is. That guy right now, that's number one. Here it is in September, September 23rd, the first day of fall, Robin. Let it be known throughout the great nations, the fruited plain, from coast to coast, from borough to borough. That video, I'm going to tell you right now, will be one of the top trending videos of 2019. Absolutely. Not only here in Philadelphia. It's already had like 6 million views. When people see this, and who hasn't seen it already, it is, you, just, you just can't get any better than that, can you? Yep. Can you get any better? Than, uh, is that no. better than Mike Scott fighting guys with a stupid uh, casket in a parking lot drunk? Absolutely. This guy wasn't drunk. This guy was out there as a hero. And he spent the afternoon watching football like the rest of us. And then a fire breaks out in his neighborhood. And he goes out there to save babies but still never forgets why the Eagles are one and two. Never forgets it. And here, this is, this is more indicative of what true Philadelphia sports fans are than the freaking idiots that every now and then make the city famous. He should be the face of a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I agree. He should have his own T-shirt. He should have his own endorsement deal. I think the Eagles should bring him out at the next home game against the Jets. Yep. To a roaring round of it. And hold him up and say, this, this 
is a true Philadelphia Eagles fan. You're damn right. Now, we had another Eagle fan at the game yesterday, and this one made <laughs> because it was on TV. See, this is one of those right, things. Right, right. It was during the game. And you know how they do cutaways on uh-huh. Fox? So the Eagles are trailing now by 10 points, fourth quarter. Let me set this one up. This one's great, too, because this one is a fan who's not just some drunk hanging in the F lot at 7 a.m. getting wasted. This is a man is learned. Yes, he Not is. Michael Learned, of course, one of my favorites. He's edumacated. This man, ladies and gentlemen, is the dean of admissions at the University of Pennsylvania here in Philadelphia, an Ivy League institution of higher learning. So he's not some schlub, right. drunk. Nope. He didn't even look like he was drunk. And he has a young son right next to him. Oh, I think yes. it's his son. There's a young boy right next to him. We're assuming it's his son, but we're not 100% sure. It could have been the son of the person sitting yeah, next exactly. to him. Yeah, exactly. It was a young child. Yeah, but it's, there, there's a kid there. And I believe this occurred because I stopped the tape uh-huh. and marked the tape where it was. And I believe I know when this happened. This is what happened. If the Eagles are down 10, and they were having a hard time blocking as Carson Wentz was trying to find guys open who couldn't get any separation, and then they went to a break. And as they're going to the break on Fox, the camera went to this gentleman, whose name is, I have his name, and he's not, no reason to rip this guy. His name is Eric Furda, Eric F-U-R-D-A. He is the dean of admissions at the University of Pennsylvania. The camera caught him mouthing this. You can't hear it, but I am a great lip reader, so I will, I will recreate what he is actually saying. We'll play this a couple of times, and let's roll the tape, Robin. The dean of admissions at Penn. They're not happy. <laughs> Boo. What the fuck are you looking at? That's so let me play it again. One more time. All right, now at the beginning, this is what he says. Hold on. Play it again. Oops. Oh, it goes back to something else. We Get that out of my face. We don't want that. And Tom Brenneman, he struggled a little bit yesterday, too. I love Tom Brenneman, but he struggled on that game yesterday. He struggled a little bit. So I can't play it over and over again, Tony. Okay, I'm just play it one more time. Play it one more time. Because I want to rip, 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 not because I want to curse. It's not about curse. They're not happy. <laughs> Get after it. He says, what are you looking at? Boo! What the F are you looking at? That's exactly what he says. And now, of course, he was put up there nationally because it was on Fox. And one of the Fox's reporters, Will Brinson, mm-hmm. at CBS actually, I think, put it up. A CBS reporter. Anybody could have put it up because they were rolling it on. I had the game on tape, too. I erased it as soon as it was over. But this guy caught that when they went to the break. And does what a lot of people do when they're watching a sporting event. They see something, whether it's a hot chick behind home plate or something weird. So they, they taped the game, and then they went back to that spot where the guy mm-hmm. got up there, the Penn admissions director, and says that, screaming where you well, don't hear way, what he's saying. By the way, they didn't know who he was until No, no, later, no. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He got doxxed later. Yes. I think CNN is now going to bring him in and have his life destroyed. Now, the reason why I know that that is what he is saying is that you were yelling that at the TV at the same time. <laughs> Jack in the back was here watching the game with you, just laughing his ass off. But I missed you. that. I didn't see that when they went to break. No, no. You I probably went up to pee while that was happening. But you were screaming at the TV at the same time because I believe that that was... <laughs> So which one do you think, what, what was it in reference to? Did you That think? was a play where Carson Wentz got sacked. Try, and and it, you, people have posted this video all over the internet now. 
It's a play where Carson Wentz is out there. He's scrambling. The pocket collapses. Uh-huh. And he's trying to spin around and get out of it, look for somebody open. And there's never anybody open. And so he finally gets sacked. Yes. And, that's, and, and so people have been showing this video of four of the five Eagles offensive linemen just standing there completely still as Carson Wentz goes to the right side. And there was only one guy still left there. He was trying to block. And I believe it was uh, Darren Sproles did a quick chip block to get uh-huh. out, hopefully right, get in right, a pattern right. so that Carson Parson didn't have time to throw it to him. And he gets sacked. So four other offensive linemen are just standing there. I got to find that video and play it. I vaguely remember the one that I thought it was in reference to was you yelling at the ref, going, "What the?" No, I did that. Well, I did that on the on the stupid, on the grabbing Miles Sanders helmet and turning it all the way around, and not even having a flag thrown. Either that or the uh, Darren Sproles when he pushed the offensive interference. I thought there was, and there was a spot I was screaming, you know, why don't you challenge a spot on a first down by the Lions? Again, I, I was just being a fan. Oh, yes. And, you know, to me, there's nothing I could do to help the Eagles catch footballs. There's nothing that I could do to help them block. There's nothing that I can do to help them tackle. I just watch the game like everybody else does. But I'm watching it at the next level. I'm not lo- watching it like a drunk in a parking lot. Because I only had one beer, so I wasn't even, I don't have to have alcohol to watch a game and enjoy it. No. You think the dean at – and by the way, you know what he said? Because everybody found out who he was, so everybody started posting his name, and then he wrote – did you see what he yes, tweeted? Yes, I did. He it tweets, was... after further review, I'll take a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct, but I will not lose my passion for Philadelphia sports teams. Awesome. And I am now going to sit at home and get ready for Green Bay on Thursday night from the comfort of my home. You know, you got to give the guy credit for that. That was good. Because did he do, anything, did he do anything violent? No. You know, and the people behind him, everybody was screaming except the little kid. And I can assure you that little kid has heard the F word probably once or twice in his life. Yes. And it's not like his dad was getting in it, or if it was his dad, he wasn't hitting anybody. He wasn't even threatening anybody. He was just passionately yelling out his viewpoint (laughs) of what was happening in the game. And that's what fans do. As they should. We have another incident of a fan reacting. We got to play, too. The one at the college game that I told you to save over the weekend. I think you saved it. It was at the Cal Ole Miss game. I hope you saw this. Because as I mentioned, fans are fans. They yell stuff. It's not like soccer fans. Did you see there was a game, in a Series A game or Series A game, where they actually had to stop the game for two minutes because fans were chanting racist crap. Ugh. The fans were chanting racist stuff at soccer, and they stopped the game to, to scold these idiots. They should be kicked out. And this wasn't like one moron standing up. This was a large group of people at a soccer game in Europe. Now, this is the um, Ole Miss game. You can clearly hear... And I won't say what you're, they're saying because you can clearly, but now it is it is recorded off of a television live because the replay obviously it, doesn't show. Obviously does not. So show. So now this is Ole Miss and Cal Saturday, obviously down at Ole Miss, and the game's on national television or Fox Sports One or whatever. Oh, I got a Santa Claus mask on right now. Yes, you do. Well, oh, it's, it's not even uh, thanks. It's not even. Well, Robin played a Thanksgiving open. It's already fall, so we got Halloween coming up. Oktoberfest coming up, but not Christmas yet. But anyway, so 
By the way, I got to thank, I got to thank Tomer 707, Tomer 707 for the thousand bits that he just oh, uh, shared. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate we thank it. Thank everybody. Every little bit. Every little. Every bit. little bit. Uh, makes a huge difference and right now until let's see today's the 23rd so until through tomorrow the end of the day tomorrow is september which means that you can subscribe if you have already used your is this today the last day or tomorrow's the last day tomorrow's the last day so So if you're not a subscriber will you get all the content you get to watch the replays and everything else remember you can just follow for free you can come on for free if you have amazon prime you get it for free and for each month. And if you're a subscriber, you have access to the blurp sounds, to yep. the face masks, to everything else, all these extra little things that people are, um, that you see people using. Only subscribers can do that. It's free to watch, but if you want all the extras, then you, you need to subscribe. And um, Twitch Prime, which is free through Amazon Prime, allows you to subscribe for free. But if you've already used it for another show or if you don't have Twitch, I mean, excuse me, Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for $4.99. But right now, through the end of the day tomorrow, you can get that for 50% off thanks to Subway and September. So um, subscribe now. $2.50 a month for a month of this kind of daily entertainment. Where are you going to get that? You You can't even get a cheap beer at a happy hour. At some dive bar. Clarky Bob says, this is definitely the best Amazon Prime benefit. Well, thank you very thank much, you, Thank Bob. you very much. Thank so, you very much. So, back to Ole Miss. So, Ole Miss and Cal. And you know Cal, of course. We have a lot of friends who went to Cal. What was up there, Robin? <laughs> You're making it rain. <laughs> oh, I was making it rain? I'll make it rain on them hoes tonight when I get down there to Glassboro. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a... Anyway, enough about that. I don't want to get in trouble, Robin. No, you know what they say about them was, college girls. It was one girls. of the masks things. I know. I know. So there was, it, there was there a was, mask of me making it rain. Yes, it was. It was. How do I make it ma- rain with a mask? Was it coming out of my eyes, ears, no, nose, throat? Because it's it's called masks, but it allows you to do all sorts of things. I guess because I've seen like a sloth put a heart on your forehead. Mm-hmm. I've seen different face masks. All of this stuff is available to people to ridicule me if they are members and yes, subscribers. Yes. What better way to to uh, thank us by getting to ridicule Tony just a little bit? I will not be drinking White Claw tonight. And by the way, our good buddy Steve in, uh, in Detroit, who's always active on Twitter, and he's also active on the, you know, I busted his chops about Michigan, but everybody's busting cheap. I had nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh losing. So Michigan fans were angry, and then I give the Detroit Lions credit. Even they admitted after the game yesterday, they didn't play well enough to win, but they did. That's all that matters. You can get outplayed in a lot of games, and then you can still Win the game if you make the big plays. And the Lions made the better plays, and the Eagles didn't. That's why the Eagles are one and two. But anyway, let's go to Ole Miss now. Yes. Down there, them Ole Miss Rebels. Down there in the SEC. But now they're playing the Cal Bears, traveling from the Pac-12 up in Berserkly, California. Mm-hmm. You and I have been to Cal. We have a lot yes, of friends we who went to Cal. But now listen carefully. Um, now this is, the, by the way, not safe for work. No, it isn't. So if you're a child under the age of a year old, I hardly, I I tell your parents to do earmuffs. I don't want any one-year-olds to hear this. If you're three or above, you probably have heard this many, many, I'm not condoning what these fans are saying. I'm just a conduit here. Now it's 7-7, Cal against Ole Miss, Cal ranked number 23, Ole Miss not ranked. Let's go to the tape. During the game, this is what the mics picked up. 
live on College Football Saturday. Washington State. You've got a tough schedule going for Washington State. Can you hear it in the background? One more, hear one more time. I hear him saying F you communist MFers. One more time. <laughs> that is correct, Tony. F you communist MFer. Now they're not all communists up there in Berkeley. Just a lot of them. And how do you know the football players are communists? Because they're wearing masks like Antifa in Berkeley? You can't condemn an entire city, an entire college campus. You can if you're at a football game. But I've never heard anybody. How did that mic pick that up? It was good mic. That is good mic right there. <laughs> That was we, we use these directional mics that if you are not talking right into it, it doesn't pick it up really, really well. Obviously, that was an omnidirectional mic. Now, picking up the ambiance of the game. Now, Clarky Bob says, wow, Eli's pissed off on his benching. Now, of course, Eli Manning went to Miss, Ole Miss. There are a lot of good NFL players who played at Ole Miss. The Rebs. Not Rebel Man, uh, our, our buddy Rebel Man who listens to the show. I don't think he went to Ole Miss. But how about that? That's actually funny. That was pretty I funny. mean, how do you think at a college football game in Mississippi to think that Cal is a bunch of commie MFers? <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you're just, you're just grasping for some kind of uh, something bad to say. <laughs> now, Lemsky13 says, what kind of an earpiece do you have? I can't even hear it. You can find the video and you listen to it. Clear. It's as clear as day. Now again, if you're not if you're if you're sitting at home on the couch down in Mississippi and you're watching this game, you're in the SEC, wherever you're, this game was aired. If you're sitting in Cal Berkeley and yeah. you got a good buzz going on in the early in the morning watching that game out on the West Coast, just so that you know, if you want to pull it up on your own tw- uh, Twitter account, um, it is the. Let me pull up so that you can. Somebody find- posted this. This wasn't yeah. again. This is one of those guys watching it on TV, rolling on it. And then he caught it and, of course, rewound the it. The Twitter and- handle that posted it is called A Useless Passion. Lala. At what? A Useless Passion. <laughs> That's Useless Passion right yes. there. At u- a-, a Useless Passion? At, at-, at A Useless Passion. passion. A U S E L E S S P A S S I O N. At a useless passion, you can pull it up and you can hear because the 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 mics are set to uh, pick up the the booth. So this is out in the audience somewhere, and it's probably behind glass. Um, no, it's in the crowd. It was probably one of the yeah. sideline cr- crowd mics that picks it up. Those dishes that they have on right. the sidelines that picks it up. And so you it's can, not somebody actually standing in front so of a when microphone. You, if you if you bring I can't turn it up any more than I already did. Uh, I have it on max I, I volume, but um so Trevor from the 203 useless passion. That sounds like the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> you know the Miami Dolphins give them a give them a loss, dog. At least in the first half with Josh Rogan. Not Josh Rogan. Josh Rosen. Rosen. Dumped by the Arizona Cardinals after they used a high draft pick for him, and now picked up by the Miami Dolphins from Arizona to sit on the bench behind Fitzmagic, who had none left, 
Goes out there, starts his first game of the season. Actually wasn't that horrible in the first half. Wow. They drove the ball into Cowboy territory multiple times on the road. Unfortunately, the Dolphins sucked so bad, they couldn't cash him into points. And then the Cowboys in the second half, Dak Prescott woke up and said, this is the Miami Dolphins. What the hell are we doing? No, we just got a just incredible said, damn, Tony, I just got a 14-day ban on Twitter for saying I wanted to throw Schwartz in front of a bus. You did? This well, you can't generation. say that kind so, of stuff. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like, and I, and I, I know that it's vocabulary, especially oh, for, yeah. for guys. I've heard my son, I've heard, it's just sort of like uh, where they throw out implications of violence when they have absolutely no meaning behind it. Like, they would never actually do it. Yet there are people on Twitter. Whoa! Oh, he's kidding. He didn't really get thrown out. He said it was sarcasm. Oh, okay. But no, the, the Twitter, Twitter... You want to talk about Twitter Nazis. They will throw people off and suspend them for things that most people will read and say, are you serious? Yet there are people who are actually calling for physical violence... And it's mostly political hacks calling for physical violence against somebody they don't like, and then they don't do anything to those people. It's weird, but but I but I do feel like when it's on paper, when it's written, anything that has anything to do with implied physical violence, it it does. It it sounds a lot worse, and it's much more forceful than somebody just sort of saying it. Because you hear the the syntax of their voice, and you hear that it's not really... That's Don't not give really- Mayor Kenny any uh, uh, ideas about syntaxes around here, okay? <laughs> we have breaking news from the high-speed NFL wire. Can you bring my machine up a little bit, please, Robin? Yes. The latest right now on Saquon Barkley, running back extraordinaire from the New York football Giants. You saw him leave the game yesterday. They said it was a high ankle sprain last night. He had an MRI. Saquon Barkley... According to the NFL Network, Ian Rappaport expected to miss four to six weeks. And the Giants now have Washington next, who play on Monday Night Football. Then they play at home against the Minnesota Vikings at Green Bay and then at home against the Arizona Cardinals. The next four games for the Giants, who are one and two, just like the Eagles. No Saquon Barkley now for at least the next four weeks, four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. So that's your update. How many weeks? Well, four to six weeks, they're saying. So that's a big, that's a huge loss for your New York football giants who still found a way after he went out. Thanks to the greatness of Daniel Jones to matriculate the ball down the field. Wow. Now, I wonder if Luigi has Saquon, because everybody's got him in their fantasy league, right? Saquon's one of those guys you got to take. They know the Giants aren't going to win a lot of games. I think Luigi's But all he's going to do, all he's got to do is carry the football seven million times like he did last year. And, of course, uh, the people are now posting the New York Post headlines. Giants inexplicably take Duke quarterback number six. Blues clueless was the headline. And then on the Sports Illustrated one, new man in town. This is yesterday. This is this morning. Rook rallies Giants like Eli used to. So they went from trashing the Giants and the pick to now praising the Giants, and now what happens in New York media, as you know, the same people who are ripping the guy now are going overboard about how this kid, Daniel Jones, is the next Messiah. The guy played great. You give him credit. He did something. No, Phil Simms never did it. Eli Manning never did it. 
That's a hell of a performance by the kid. Under pressure in the toughest media market in the country. So I got to give him credit, man. The kid looked good. 18 points they were down, and he came back. Yet the Eagles down three. Now, again, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is better than uh, Carson Wentz. For all you people who want to throw Carson Wentz under the bus every 10 seconds. Guy played incredible. But he tore apart that Tampa Bay defense. He shredded them. And then they lose the game, Tampa Bay, because of their field goal kicker. But all that matters in the world of Mr. Monday Night and Mr. Sunday, they covered the number. Six and a half, outright win. Let me give myself one of these right now. This is why... Yes. If you are a gambling degenerate or if you just want to learn and dabble just a little bit, you need to listen to Tony Bruno um, yes. and go on to the propsnetwork.com yep. where all of Tony's picks are posted. Not the Monday night pick yet. It's still marinating right now. I have it in a jar outside of Funk and Wagner's, Funk and Wagner's porch. Is it marinating. like one of those, those big pickle jars? Yes. It's like, no, the kind that put the eggs in the, when you go into yeah, a convenience yeah. store. That's the and they thing. sell the eggs in the jar, and I like want to get a sledgehammer and just smash that oh, thing. Oh no, because then it would smell. Oh like, you don't want, you don't want man, to who the hell eats eggs out of a stinking jar in a, in a in a stinking convenience store? I mean, like I'd rather eat the sushi, and I don't even like sushi. How long can you? How long can pickled eggs stay pickled before they go bad? Don't they go bad? Like ugh. the one thing about pickles, <laughs> they don't go bad because no. they're sitting in vinegar. Exactly, they're marinating, like my pick for tonight. Or sort of like a nice chicken breast when you get the proper ingredients together and you marinate that but baby. But even that, you can't marinate for too long. No, no, no. Chicken breast, you're going to go maybe overnight in the Pickles refrigerator. Pickles can stay pickled forever. Like, exactly. That's why it's called pickled. Many can... Eagle fans will be pickled for the rest of the season. <laughs> you can, you and can, even worse now than ever. I don't know ever. about eggs. Eggs, I, I just I would not trust that. Let's open up the phone lines, Robin. Shall we? Yes. 215-462-TONY. It's not that they're closed, but they're officially open now for business. Operators are standing by, operators meaning Miss Robin, at 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. That's the number. We'll take your calls. I like having my pickle tickled, says Boffin Valley. Well, who does it? That's what John, you know, uh, you know where that line came from. I'm glad uh, Clark Bob remembers that. The, the answers have been sitting on a... In a jar, in a pickle jar, in Funk on Funkin' Wagner's porch. That you know where that was from, Robin? That was from Johnny Carson's Karnak the Magnificent bit that he used to do with Ed McMahon. And he would have the answers in an envelope and they were saved that they were actually put together in a jar, a pickle jar on Funk and Wagner's porch. Now you're you're not uh, you're not old enough to remember that, Johnny Carson, right? Uh, sorry, I was answering phones. I no, I know that. But you can, you're the one who says you can multitask. Yeah, but I can't multitask when I'm trying to listen. I can multitask if I don't have a headset and a phone in my ear. I hate to do it, Robin. I can do things with my hands, multiple things at the same time, but I have a hard time listening at the same time. Can you catch a football, though, when it's right in your hands? And I, can catch, I can catch one. I can't throw one very well. Well, you throw like a girl. That's why. And no, I can I can throw a pretty good spin on it. But anyway, shall we go to Cincinnati or Cins- to the two hundred three first? Let's go to Cincinnati, where the red season has come to an end, 
Yasiel Puig, who's no longer in Cincinnati, now in Cleveland once again last night, did something stupid. He does a lot of good things, but then he always does something new and stupid. And the Reds, we'd like to thank the Cincinnati Reds for participating and the Cincinnati Bengals. Give them an E for effort and a great comeback, but give them another loss, dog, and a man who's visibly, visibly shaken. They went on the road. They came back. But A.J. in Cincinnati, is it over for the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, uh, I'm not giving up hope yet, but we weren't supposed to be you know, going to playoffs anyway to start the season. I thought they were a 4-6 to six win team. Yeah, I give them effort, you know, from making that 14 nothing comeback. But really, Buffalo should have really won that game by like easily 20 points. It, the only reason why the game was ever close because Josh Allen, who was really good in the first half making plays, decided instead of taking a sack or trying to throw the ball out of bounds, he tries desperately that that's something good, and thank God uh, Darius Phillips was at the right place, right time to get the interception that got that, that got them going, scoring the next 17 points, but then unfortunately. Our defense gets uh, uh, blows it up because they were on the field too much in the first half, and they couldn't, you know, get the critical stops, especially with that tight end uh, who like made two six stiff uh, stiff arm blocks on our safeties. Yep. On that go that ended up being their go ahead winning touchdown drive. But you know what? I give the Bengals. This is the first week I didn't take the Bengals. I took them the first two weeks in Seattle where they played well. Then I took them last week in their home opener, and they were terrible. And then they go into Buffalo, a team that's on the rise, a team that, you know, they were really jacked in Buffalo because, you remember, the Bills won their first two games on the road. They go home, so you knew they were going to be jacked up there. How many tables were destroyed in the parking lot yesterday? That's the big question. I need the over-under on that. But I give the Bengals credit. You know, Andy Dalton's a gunslinger. He can throw for 500 yards and lose every week. When You, you know, he throws the ball all over the yard, and then they always find a way to lose because their defense is terrible. But, yeah, especially if the front four doesn't get home because the back, I've been telling you several times the back seven's not that great. If the front four's not getting home, they did get home at times, but Josh Allen just, you know, was shooting Houdini like escaping out of the pocket. Unbelievable. Also, the Bengals got screwed out of a kick return of, on touchdown on a questionable hold, possibly. I didn't get to see it because I was, you know, running a few errands around my house uh so my buddy was sc- screaming about it. and then i said did he did i call tell me he's like yeah it's like oh, typical because you can never get a good you know kickoff or punt return for touchdowns without having laundry on the field no i agree and, the, and and you know the one good thing i saw this note that the nfl officials got a good talking to after the first two weeks they actually called all the officials on a conference call last week because the first I, – I didn't realize this was this bad. I know it's bad. Did you see this story, though, about the officiating? Uh, the, first uh, two, no, the, first, the first two weeks of the NFL season, holding calls, offensive holding calls. In the NFL, in the first two weeks, 41, there were uh, 188 holding calls in the first 33 games – in weeks one through two. That's five per seven holding, 5.7 holding calls per team. They got a call talking to 
the refs from the head of officiating. And guess what happened yesterday through 14 games? 41 offensive holding calls in 14 games, an average of 2.9. So the number of holding calls went down over 50% after the officials were told, hey, guys, you're screwing up the game. And you know who, you know who precipitated this, A.J.? Tom Brady. Remember, Tom, remember last Thursday night, that game, there was 10 holding calls. 10 offensive line holding calls. And then Tom Brady took to Twitter and said, I'm turning this game off. I can't watch it with all these holding calls. So Tom Brady speaks, the NFL listens, and then they told the officials this weekend, oh, come on, guys, you're ruining the game. Stop throwing holding flags on every damn play. So people hate Tom Brady. He's the only guy that had the power to get the stinking rash of offensive line holding calls changed a little bit. It's a joke. I totally agree. And I did tell you a couple days ago when I about the Bengals plus six, I said I, w- I went with the heart. I took the Bengals plus six, but I didn't have the guts to bet, bet it because I got burned the previous week and I killed all my parlay. But I did hit all my three-team underdog parlay. Unfortunately, one of them was your team, you know, the Eagles losing the Lions. I wanted the Eagles to win straight up and just not win by the five-and-a-half points that I, got, that I got in the Indiana sports book, but also – Pittsburgh, my God, you get five takeaways, but you only can convert six points. And when you gave the ball away twice and the Niners get, get touchdowns, Oh, me, oh, my, because I felt like Pittsburgh should have won that game by a No, I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I was another team. I, that was another game I was going to pick. I knew the Niners went home for their home opener, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, unlike the Miami Dolphins and the Jets, they're going to win some games. They're not going to go 0-16, and I thought that was a good spot for them. Not to win, but at least play a good game. And, you know, the quarterback did okay, but the bottom line is they, you should win a game when you get five takeaways. I mean, the Niners were trying to give them the game. Absolutely give you, you, I don't. You know, not many teams can go get turned the ball over five times and still win a game. Yet the, the Niners did, and that's why they're 3-0, and man. Exactly. Two more quick boys, one more football minute in base and a quick baseball. Um, the biggest winner on Sunday, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. My God, he has a uh, Remember, they were down 18 at halftime. I know. I, I was like, uh, I thought I was going to have to rip off my parlay ticket, but then all of a sudden they went off, went on fire in the second start, especially in the third quarter, getting two quick touchdowns and a two-point conversion to get within three. It's like, oh, okay, my parlay card is back in play. And then on a fourth and five, what, who, the, off, that was a great call by the offensive quarterback. Quarterback draw, because that's the last thing probably Tampa Bay was expecting to see was him running up the middle for that game-winning score. I mean, I don't think that was a call, though. I think he saw everybody going and, and covering everybody, and there was like the part, the Red Sea had parted. He basically walked in the final yards for that for that go-ahead touchdown. It's unbelievable, well, man. And, well, yeah, and if, if he saw that, that then that was just, you know, great, you know, vision there. But then I got to give a bump, 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 bump to Tampa Bay. Like, wait, why are you taking a delay of game? Because you think your kicker is comfortable, you know, five yards longer? And then, of course, he misses it. He yanks it. But I, I don't get what Bruce Arians was thinking on that one. No, I agree. Bruce Arians, you could see it. He put his head down. He thought the kick was good when it first went up. And he was, like, looking. And then all of a sudden, he had the typical Bruce Arians buckled over knowing that his kicker, and you watch it, the Buccaneers have had more kickers than everybody in the last couple of years, 
And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and try to find another guy for next weekend. AJ, good to talk to you, man. Appreciate it. Speaking yeah, of that, thank, uh, you, thank you, man. Speaking of that, Robin, we've got Monday Night Football tonight, and that's why we're going to take it to the streets tonight, the mean streets of Glassboro, New Jersey, for the big second part of our doubleheader. And you know what's happening tonight. You know where the game's going to be played. we got the confluence of sports activities down in the greater Washington, D.C. area. The Philadelphia Phillies, whose magic number is now two, any combinations of two losses or a loss, two uh, Washington national losses, they're going to play five games in Washington. So the Phillies are down in D.C. playing the Washington Nationals. But also in D.C., Landover, Maryland, right nearby. Tonight will be Monday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? No, I'm not releasing the pick now. It's still marinating. Still in the pickle jar. But tonight, Landover, Maryland. The 0-2 Washington Deadskins will be taking on the Chicagoland Area Bears who simply cannot score the football. Let me give you a couple quick stats on this game, Robin. Yes. The Chicago Bears have averaged in their first two games 9.5 points per game. That's right, 9.5 points per game is their average. Washington has averaged 24 points per game. They're 0-2. The Chicago Bears have allowed 12 points through two games. That's six points a game average. The Washington Redskins have allowed 31 and a half points a game. So something's going to give tonight. And Mr. Monday Night will release that for you later on this afternoon. I have inside information on this game. Are you going to release it before the end of the show today? No, I'm not. Okay. I will release it once we get to. Because it'll be three, four hours before kickoff. Right. Right. I'm not going to release it like so five minutes before. So you're going to release it then. at Landmark Americana yes, tonight. and I will also release it online. Okay. It will be a multiple release. It's going to be like a, not a soft opening. It'll be the grand opening okay. of the Monday night. It's not even the grand opening. It's I mean, like Mr. A, Monday Night's three and one. It'll be like a blockbuster movie that's released in multiple theaters all at once. Exactly. Okay. Oh, not limited yeah. release. This will be in 32 billion people's homes so they can watch it tonight and get another victory with Mr. I got... I got a box on my head. Yes. Yeah, speaking and, of boxes, we have one that we need to open. That was a gift. Uh, AJ in San Antonio just gifted um, some subscriptions again. We thank him so incredibly much. One of our top, top friends. Oh, yeah. Um, and that is. And we have a box to open. We're going to do a what's in the box segment. We yes. have a Florida update before we get out but of here. But before we go, let me, let me go to the other phone call. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to the phones. This is somebody who is hurting a lot today. Uh, Luigi? No. Who's hurting today? Who's hurting now? Hello. Hello, it's Charles on the 203. My buddies from Michigan surprised me, and they brought good booze and weed from Michigan. How about that? <laughs> from Detroit. <laughs> is the weed better in Detroit? Yes, it's all, actually, they brought medical and regular marijuana. It was wonderful. I hate to do it to you, man. I have no sympathy for you, man. No sympathy at all. It's a disgrace. Thank you, Stevie V. Yeah, people are mad. I'm not releasing the pick now. 
I haven't even put, I'm still, I haven't made the pick yet. The pick is not in. Sort of like waiting for the Miami Dolphins to get the first pick in the draft. Tony, is, does, <laughs> he refuses any kind of premature. Uh, I do not release anything until it's time to release. Yes, there's no. Until, until, unless there's a certain circumstance where there's no, it's beyond my control. Tr- you Tony know what I'm saying? holds it's back. Baking good brownies. You can't, re- you can't take them out too early. Tony does nothing prematurely. He <laughs> holds back until he knows it's the right time. Only when I can, Robin. Only while I can. But I will release it. It'll be before we go on the air at 6 o'clock tonight. So I don't want people to worry. Just relax. Let it breathe a little bit. No hurry to make the selection. It's all going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, for sure. Can we talk about how bad Tony Corrente is as a referee? His, after his crew is awful. His crew, Tony Corrente, job? he should be selling raviolis in, on Ninth Street here at the Italian Market in South Philly. Tony Corrente, he should be waiting tables at Villa Ro- the Villa La Roma. He should be singing opera inside the. Victor Cafe on Tasker Street here in Philadelphia. He should not be an NFL official. Not only is he horrific, his entire crew stinks on ice. You know how hot and humid it was? His, his crew stinks worse than a trash can that's been sitting in 90-degree heat in the summer where the maggots start bubbling up, and you can smell them and you can see them, and they become flies, only to be shot down by my bug assault rifle. In large quantities. Absolutely. I was, <laughs> I was reading. I was reading someone who's trying to figure out how much money he makes. He makes two hundred, two hundred and five thousand dollars, like per per salary, and he gets like bonuses and stuff. And how is he a top notch referee? He's a joke. He's more inept <laughs> than the entire Congress of the United States of America, who couldn't get to work today, unfortunately. By the way, me and my buddies, my buddies from Michigan, they both drove out for... They were here watching that debacle with you, but give them credit. I mean, I know they scored a couple of points later, but Wisconsin, man, you want to talk about big beef. Man, there is more white white beef in Wisconsin than there was at the Democratic's steak fry when they're not supposed to eat meat, and they're telling the world we got to stop eating beef because we're all going to die, and they're grilling like 10,000 pounds of steak in Iowa. Did you see that over the weekend? It's called the Iowa Steak Fry. Iowa Steak Fry, where all the Democrats, they do this every, every four years, you know, when, they, when you're talking about a presidential race. So all the Democratic candidates there who've been telling us, we have to stop eating meat, no more burgers, the planet's going to go to hell, and they're out there flipping big, gigantic steaks juicy steaks on massive grills while telling you, Trevor, not to eat meat. You know what that is? That's an outrage. It is an outrage. That's stupid. It's stupid. And who does that? Who has time? Who can't tell me I can have It's ridiculous. Robin, can you turn my machine up because it's really, really low? Sorry. Damn it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Shit. But my buddies had a great time. Alex. They're both Michigan State fans, so they were laughing. At oh, okay, so they weren't there crying with you as Michigan once again no. goes down the tubes. No, they're State fans. They both went to Michigan State. Oh, my buddies Chris and Grant, both wearing really ridiculous Lions jerseys. Matt Prater and Joey Harrington. 
The great, the great Joey Harrington. Don't you forget about his greatness. He was great at throwing that interception. <laughs> but we don't know. He still could be good if you throw him behind Matthew Stafford and back up. Exactly. So, I'll say this. The Lions look good. I don't believe them yet. They need to, if they could compete with the Chiefs, I'll be good. But this is a must win for the Eagles. And as I, I said on, thir- on Wednesday, as I called in, I talked to you and Harry, this, the natives have to be restless now. This is ridiculous. This is really bad for the Eagles right now. No, it is. Of course it is. I mean, you know, you're supposed to beat the Lions. Listen, give the Lions credit. They're 2-0-1. You know, they should have lost yeah. their first game in Arizona the way they played. Arizona came back. But, you know, the Lions are good. But the bottom line is the Eagles, once again, their backups were not stepping up. You know, and all the pressure's on, 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 on Carson Wentz. This is not on Carson Wentz. You go back and no, look I'm at the tape. You look at the blocking. You look at the drops. You look at the offensive pass interference calls. You look at the inability. The, the, one lo- the longest pass play was that 40-yard ball to, to Miles Sanders. And that was a nice throw. And Sanders got open yeah. downfield, which is awesome. Uh, but the other plays, they couldn't complete a ball for more than – and by the way, the Detroit Lions, you know what their longest pass play was? Like 22 yards. So they, they weren't exactly – even though – Matthew Stafford has a cannon for an arm and can throw the ball deep down the field. He wasn't beating the Eagles with long bombs because they had good field position and they took advantage of Eagle mistakes. And so give them credit. But the bottom line is it wasn't like Matt Ryan throwing bombs all over the field to beat the Eagles secondary deep. It was just moving the ball, you know, getting the short fields, capitalizing with field goals. A couple of times, obviously, the 100-yard kick return on special teams. They played better, bottom line. Yeah, they played better, um, as my buddy would say. is just Nelson Aguilar had worse hands than David Boston. 2-1-5. Oh, yeah. That's four, a, six, two, two. How many people remember four, six, David two. Boston, the tight end? I do. He was a wide receiver, actually. Yeah, but he was a big wide receiver. He wasn't one of those thin rail receivers. He's like a big – it's like now a lot of tight ends are really wide receivers – or a lot of wide receivers are really tight ends playing wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was saying. I agree with that. Also, I was listening to the Niners-Steeler game on the way back from the Eagle game. That game was entertaining and listening to Tim Ryan. They have the old Raiders play-by-play radio guy, which I did not know about. Yeah, he does the 49ers now. That's, uh, that, I didn't, you know, I just, yeah, I just he did let, yeah, know he, they, they, The Raiders fired him. Because they switched radio stations. And so the station that has the 49ers rights hired him to be the voice of the 49ers. So instead of saying, touchdown, Raiders, he now says, he does the touchdown, San Francisco. And that, of course, is the great great Bob Papa. Not Bob Papa, the great Greg Papa, whose brother Gary Papa was the longtime sports director here in Philadelphia, Channel 6, who died of cancer. And Greg Papa, who's a great friend, he, uh, he's one of the great play-by-play yeah, guys. So Greg Papa replaced Ted Robinson. Correct. Robin, I know my oh, Bay Area way, football yes, people. Yes. By the way, we had also had a uh, Riley Cooper jersey spotting. It was not me. Some other chick was wearing a Riley Cooper no. jersey. Where? Were you at the yeah. Eagles game yesterday? I was at the Eagles game because my buddies called me Saturday. and was like, yo, where are you at? I better see your white ass at the Detroit Lions and Philadelphia Eagles How game. How come you didn't come I down to Tall Man Joe's, man? 
my buddies they, but my buddies want to go to lots and just do a stroll to lots with me. We were doing some research for you guys. What tailgates to go to and to avoid? Oh man, we I gotta give, I gotta give you one of these. We man. have an update on. Uh, You're Miss Luigi, absolutely killing it with pregame action. But we also have a tailgate update, which we totally approve of. This is new. Starting um, yesterday, they now will not allow you to tailgate unless you have a ticket to the game. Yep, and that's good. Yes, that's it is. how you control it. You can't let all these like eighteen-year-old punks who get dre- tr- trashed out of their minds roaming the parking lots, getting free booze, and then acting the fool. And so that's what you're supposed to do. You shouldn't get into the parking lot unless you have a ticket. And I'm no communist like those uh, Cal football players. <laughs> Hey, Trev, we actually have a shortened show today, so That's we right. need to get a move on here, and we thank you. Thank- All right. That's right. we got to get out of here, and you Go. pack up the truckster, man. And So Nurse Robin says, take two I aspirin. Will, I will enjoy the show at work. Yeah, so take, I'll get, talk to you guys later. Take, uh, take a couple of aspirins, and then call me later. And then, of course, just relax a little bit. By the way, we have a live shot now. Let's go live, ladies and gentlemen, because we talked about Monday night football. As you mentioned, Phillies are going down to the Nationals for the end of their season, a couple of days before the season actually ends. Right. But in Washington, everybody thinks, that, you know, this game's in uh, Landover, Maryland tonight. The Bears are playing on the road. The Redskins are 0-2. Question is, are the fans down there in D.C., in the Landover, Maryland area, excited about tonight's big Monday night football game? Those who can't come out to Landmark Americana in Glassboro, they are already loosening up for Monday night football in Washington, D.C. Let's go to the tape. I don't know what... Oh, oh. Jesus, I didn't Robin. know which one you were talking about. It's the Tony tailgater for, 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 in Washington, D.C. They're tailgating already, and they're excited about Monday so night football, So sorry, Robin. Tony. I was confused as to which one it was you were talking about. That one deserves my definite. So, <sighs> go back. We're going live to. Just play the damn tape, Robin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't get there. Damn it. <laughs> this is the tailgate now. Speaking of tailgate. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Our nation's capital, they are re- Forget about the F-lot. Nothing says getting ready for football like dudes twerking and having confetti thrown on them. Now, in case you missed it, this is actually not the Washington Redskin tailgate party. No. This, ladies and gentlemen, and you probably have seen it all over the Internet, this gentleman and then the woman throwing confetti all over the streets is what they did today in our nation's capital. They are the people that want us all to believe that the world is going to end. And anybody, and I'm not a climate skeptic, and this isn't political. Oh, you can see it back. Yeah. It says, stop, stop the pipeline. Stop the hammering. And this right here, this image, this is, you know, it, it didn't do it before. Nothing else worked. But this is going to stop those pipelines. This twerking, this dancing, absolutely. No, you know what this sure. is going to do <laughs> for the people who. Oh, I have a, a black hood on now. It's like who's the guy? The uh, who's, oh. who's the actor that was in the black hood like this? It's not a hood. I think that's hair. That's oh, like, is that hair that's covering my entire face? That you know what it looks like? It looks like the old school Aussie hair. 
Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. And my point is, you can protest anytime you want, but if you think you're going to get more people in this country convinced that the earth is going to end in 12 years by going out on a Monday morning in one of the worst congested cities in America, the Balti- the Washington, D.C. Beltway, it's called. Anybody who's been to Washington, it's impossible to drive around Washington, D.C. when there's nothing going on. It is one of the most congested areas because 90% of the people who live there work for the government. They work in Washington, D.C. And so people trying to go to work this morning, clowns like this guy twerking and throwing confetti. We want to save the planet. So here's the plan, kids. Let's all go to Washington, D.C. Let's block all the streets. Let's put up big signs that say no more pipelines. Capitalism is bad. And let's have people, thousands and thousands of cars, sitting there waiting and spewing more toxicity into the air because you're blocking the streets and then you're littering by throwing confetti in the air and trashing the entire downtown Washington, D.C. area. There's nothing better than convincing America that you're real serious about this climate disaster than by having people block the streets. And the fact that the police didn't grab these people and throw them in massive... They should have brought out not just the police paddy wagons. They should have brought out a reefer truck, not the one with weed. One of those 18-wheelers where they just open the doors and have the police throw every single one of these douchebags into a damn truck. More of a dump truck, but they'd be able to crawl out of there, twerk their way out of it. And I'm not just talking about these twerkers. I'm talking about all these morons paid protesters out there blocking the streets and laughing about it and thinking that they're convincing people that this is the way you address climate change by inconveniencing people's lives who are going to work for a living while you're out on a Monday morning throwing confetti and twerking and then chaining yourself to police cars and this kind of crap. It's an absolute joke. Although that guy should have been on the Emmys last night. He was actually more entertaining, I understand. Thank you, AJ, in Cincinnati. for They should have had that guy twerking at the Emmys, not on the streets of Washington. Jesus. Hey, Tony, you know what time it is? What time is it, Robin? It is. Is it Howdy Doody time? Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Male, female, whatever pronoun you want to use, we got a box, and it's a big box. It's a box. Where's the box? The uh? box is behind you, Tony. Wait, this box is already open, Robin. No, it is just pre, pre-opened. It hasn't been opened open. So wait a minute. There's a box. So it's a box from Amazon, of course. It's got that big smiley face on the side. You see that? Because smile we smile it. every time we get one. Now, the box is here. So, Robin, of course, opened the box, but then there's another box inside. I was yelling at her last night. I'm watching a football game, and I'm like, yeah, don't open the damn box. I wasn't opening the damn box. I was but, going Wait a minute. To... There's a box inside the box. Is this one of those Russian uh, nesting dolls inside here? Yeah. In the box. Oh, there's a long... Oh, it looks like a pipeline. I can use this to, to protest in front of City Hall tonight.
Can you vamp while I'm opening the box, Robin? So there's mu- it's, it says a gift for you, trying to make Into the Night that much better. Enjoy. And that's our buddy, the great Bill Gladney Bill down there Gladney. in North Carolina. Ah, from Bill Gladney. Now I got to open it up. Now this is the other box. Let me shake it. Oh, look, things are popping out. There's like cherries and all kinds of stuff popping on the screen. Finger popping daddies and cool babysitters, yo. Let me open this up now. Got the scissors. For those of you who can't see this because you're listening. Wait a minute. There's a box inside the other box. Are you sure this isn't a Russian uh, nesting doll? Another box inside a box? Wait a minute. Let's open it up. Wait a minute. There's LEDs, professional lighting. This is an LED pin spot, 5-watt bright pin spot light. (gasps) Oh, I know what this is going to be. This is a heavy dude. Wait a minute. I know what it is now. I know what this is going to be. It's a mirror ball. Yes! One of our requested items on the Amazon wish list. Oh, totally I got an eight-inch mirror ball, baby. Thank you so much, Bill and his wife down there in North Carolina. Great people. We've met them. They come up here. This isn't a Trump rally. They really are great people. I met Bill. He came up here one day. Yes. Came down in the wine cellar. He got, we drank his bottle of wine Which, that is wi- his wife's favorite wine, and it was great. Yeah, the see you next. No, F-U-C-K. F-U-C-K, F-U-C-K. Where is that bottle? Um, I think it's behind the lipstick is on my pigskin book. There's the wine he brought us. Yeah, it's, it's empty. <laughs> I know, we drank it. <laughs> we drank it. It's called F-U-C-K wine. And we figure, out oh, this is a gimmick. You know, F-U-C-K, you get it? But it's a nice wine from... Uh, Actually, out there in the Paso Robles area of California. Beautiful. It says, K is soft, juicy, rich, and powerful all at the same time. Not quite as good as... Two chips at the same time. Ripe with confidence and purpose. No holds barred. And uh, this is uh, Hopland, California, which is out there in Paso Robles. It's a nice red blend. Very nice wine. We drank it, and it was a lot... You know, this is a nice bottle of wine, Robin. It's not just a gimmick. Because, you know, people buy stuff and they see, oh, that bottle looks nice. And then they open it up and it's crap. But this was really good, Bill. Thank you for that. We've already consumed that. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to open it. I said this studio needs one thing, especially for the Friday night into the night shows. We got the globe, but now we got something that I haven't had in a long, long time. And you know what that is, don't you? Now, don't drop that sucker. We have, ladies and gentlemen, it's a shiny... Very juicy. Disco ball, yo. Look at that, baby. I've never owned a disco ball. I'm never, actually, I've never I'm ne- owned one, no. I'm really excited about it. It's going to look so cool down here. Now we have to hang it on the ceiling. Yeah, we're right? going to have to hang it on the ceiling. Oh, and then this man, is the spotlight. That, baby. This so is there's the... a spotlight. you got a, a pinpoint spotlight on it. And then it also has a, a motor. So I can, you have to put this on the ceiling. Yep. So there's a motorized spinner. Spinner? I didn't even... So we're going to have to mount this tomorrow when we don't have 16 shows yes. in one day. So so this is the... Um, oh, man, Friday this night. Is... This is going to be hopping in here. We're going to have to dim all the lights, baby, and do some disco-phonic tunes. Sweet. Turn out the lights, sweet darling. I'm going to have this to play that now. This is so very cool. Wasn't it... Uh, who, who did... Isn't it turn out... Not turn out the lights. Turn out... No, something turn. Uh, there isn't a Neil well, Diamond does something. No, it was a disco I, song. Neil Diamond didn't do disco songs. I know, but there was something about lights. <sighs> this is perfect size too. Good size, plenty of room for entertaining. <laughs> this is awesome. 
Thank you, Bill Gladney. This is very, very cool. Who was it that did it? Uh, Diane, what's her name? Summers. Now, for those of you who uh, Donna Summer. don't know, we do have an Amazon wish list on our yes. uh, Twitch page, on our Twitch info page. And you can go on there and purchase things that we either want or need for the show. And we will open up your box live in our Amazon What's in the Box segment. Yeah. And we thank you. Now i got to find that song, Robin. Now, what is it? What, I think it's Dim All the Lights. Dim All the Lights. Dim all the, I got her Dim best hits. I know all of her songs. I Feel lyrics. Love, Last Dance on the Radio. It is Hot Donna Stuff. Summer. Dim yeah. All the Lights. Dim All the Lights. Do we have it? Hold on. Let me. It's I'm, not in her greatest hits. How can that be? I will find it, Tony Bruno. Okay, because i got to play that right now, Robin. It's an outrage that they don't have it on, uh, on stinking Spotify. Dirty, rotten, stinking... They do have it on Spotify right here. All right, give me a little taste of that, Robin. I'm going to have to hold it up myself, though, while we do this. No, that's no, hot that's, stuff. I know. That's because you started playing that. There we go. So we got to turn Stop. the lights down. What did you do? I stopped the dim. Okay, I stopped the other song that was playing. No, I already started. I am okay, controlling I'm... your... Start the damn song, Robin. Don't touch it. It starts off slow. It's a good slow. It's one, not an up-tempo number. So we can play this out of a dead dog dedication, at least to start. Dim all the lights, darling, because tonight it's all the way. Turn up the open You just knocked me off the, the camera, Robert. I don't see myself anymore. Look into my eyes. You are getting very, very sleepy. Oh, that's the Bears' offense. I'm sorry. All right, crack it up, Donna. Oh, look what else I got, Robin. Look what else I have. Yes, we went to Oh. Get the damn disco ball. Get the damn disco ball, Robin. fun with this now. Especially with my drumsticks. Friday night, I promise I will do a Def Leppard set with just one drumstick. <laughs> just to make it really, really cool. <laughs> this is so, so cool. You know, I do, I actually tried to make my own um, disco, ball. disco ball once, and it was very difficult to get all those little squares of mirrors because I, like, I broke a mirror and then tried to glue them on, and it didn't work very well. I got to give it up again for Bill Gladney down there in North Carolina, one of our great, great <laughs> followers, listeners, friends. He's been in the wine cellar. 
Conrad Vegas says, I've never seen someone so happy to be playing with sticks. Well, we went into Sam Ash the other day. We were in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And, of course, Robin forgot about it. I said, you know what i got to get in here? My sticks. Yeah. And then I got a couple of picks, too. You got guitar some- picks. So when I play air guitar, i got to have picks. You're so set. Damn right, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just do a stupid show and play air instruments Cupcake without any Eagle, kind of help. Someone needs to send some cocaine to the wine cellar. No. No. no Is cocaine Mitch that. coming down here? We do not need that. We do not need that. Thank you, though. Oh, man. Wait a minute. I, uh, I'm going to fix this down here. What did you do? We got a Florida update, don't we? Yes, we do. People we have been, a Florida people update. People are requesting it. I know we didn't do a Florida update last week, and then we, we didn't do a Friday show. We're not slacking. Oops. <laughs> what the heck happened to my Friday? Robin, can we do a uh, damn... Do you have the Florida update ready? I do. There was only three videos today. I asked you if you had them already, and I hate to yell at you on the air. <laughs> Since when? I didn't want to. Since when do you... If have- we had, like, gone through this, and I said, hey, Robin, I'm going to play this when we do the Monday night football opening thing. You got the video? Yes. I I did have the video, but I wasn't connecting what you were saying to the video at that Buffalo. particular time. Right, come on. So, Jesus. Tony Bruno. This, you know what this show has been now, unfortunately? You have a literal dumpster fire. Exactly. Shall we go to... Let's go to Florida? Florida. All right, let me get the damn Florida ready now. Hang on. Now. We're not going down to Ole Miss, are we? No. Okay, good, because I don't want to have to yell commie bastards and commie MFers. It's not my style to do that shit. I played with my machine the other day and got them all in different places. Did you? And you just don't remember where they are? No, I wanted to separate all my sports themes. And you know what happens when that happens, Robin, right? You screw it up. (laughs) See, that's what happens to me every now and then. No, but... But, you know, this is a self-contained... Do you want to just... Can we all just play the Florida music in our head? Are you going to... No, I need to have this, Robin. It's not official unless there's an opening. All right. You know what I'm saying? We can't have any dead dog dedications and not have it proper. Down to Florida. Welcome, Welcome you to, to, to the, the Sunshine, Sunshine State. State. Shall we just sing it? Can everybody just da-da, sing it along? Maybe I took it out because I didn't put it Maybe. back in there. Day in Florida. Florida. No, that's not, go, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the Florida song, Tony Bruno. Exactly. Let's go to the damn Florida update already in progress. Here's Miss Robin. Tony, last week we were talking about the football players (laughs) and what a bad uh, example they are playing with all these temper tantrums and that the one way you do not give in, the one way you raise children correctly is you don't give in to temper tantrums. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You do not. You got to discipline these kids. You got to discipline them. I don't mean getting a switch out like Adrian Peterson did a couple years ago and many years ago, but... You got to be stern. You got to be stern. Not Daniel Stern or Commissioner David Stern or Howard Stern. Well, and and you have to start young, right? You have yeah. to tell them young, five, six years old, when they're doing these territories, you're like, no, uh, yep. Well, down in Florida, they have taken that idea to heart at a school where a six-year-old threw a temper tantrum, and the following happened. This is on tape. Well, this is the news. It's a self-contained news. Oh, okay. Let's go to the tape. 
Investigators say the six-year-old and an eight-year-old were both taken into custody yesterday on unrelated charges. Now Orlando police are launching an internal investigation into this case. News 6's Nikki Zizaza joins us live from their headquarters tonight. And Nikki, you spoke with the grandmother of this six-year-old and she is pretty upset. Yes, she is, Ginger. This concerned grandmother is not happy with the way Orlando Police School Resource Officer handled her granddaughter's tantrum by arresting her. The department's policy states that in order to arrest a child under the age of 12, you must have a watch commander's approval. And police tell us that did not happen in this case. I tore my teeth with this remote. Kaya Roll is like most little girls. She loves pink and has a cheery outlook on life. But after what her grandmother says happened on Thursday, the bubbly six-year-old has little room to focus on school. After she got a call from a school resource officer saying Kaya was arrested. They say, what do you mean she was arrested? Say there was an incident and she kicked somebody and she's being charged and she's on her way. Marilyn Kirkland says her granddaughter's journey to the juvenile detention center by Orlando police officers began at Lucius and Emma Dixon Academy Charter School. She's arrested and she has a charge. She's charged with battery. The disorienting chaos, too much for Kirkland to process. She has a medical condition that we're working on getting resolved. So he says, what medical condition? So I said, you know, she has a sleep disorder, sleep apnea. He says, well, I have sleep apnea and I don't behave like that. The first grader handcuffed and carted off where the grandmother says she was fingerprinted and even had a mugshot taken. No six. I mean, that's a little much. That's ridiculous. That is a That is absolutely ridiculous. I am ridiculous. all for not putting up with temper tantrums, but... We got kids in school basically beating up teachers and nothing happens Seriously? to them. Seriously? They're going to handcuff a six-year-old? Unbelievable. I mean, it, like... Stop the hammering! It's, exactly. It's, it's insane. So... We're all for disciplining and not putting up with temper tantrums. Plus, she can play the piano, and she's but six years old. But you don't put them in handcuffs no. and bring them down to the juvenile detention. No. Six See, I hadn't seen this old. story. I hadn't seen the story. That's ridiculous. Those people at that school, somebody's got to be taking care of them. Yes. I mean, they have to look into this and say, are you serious? I mean... Whoever filed the charges, whoever did this. I get, I get it. I get it. You know, she kicked, she kicked somebody. She shouldn't have kicked somebody. Um, but... And, and she should have been, had a stern talking to and something. But you don't arrest a six-year-old, put them in handcuffs, put them in the back of a police you gotta car. You've got to wait till at least they're 21, and then they request it. The, 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 the disparity between the kinds of things that really should have people go to jail and are not, and then this is somebody that should definitely not have been brought to jail, and they were, it's just insane. By the way, I have breaking insane. news. Insane. That is, that is. But that I do kind have, of stuff angers me. Robert. I do, I have a... I'm I, all for discipline, but then there's some people who don't discipline when you need to. Exactly. And then there are people who go overboard. I it's have ridiculous. a second half to... I have a two... This was a two-part Florida update, Tony Bruno, because that was a, are you insane? And then I just thought, just to, real, just to make people feel better, I wanted to take people to uh, the happiest place on earth. Disney? Which, yes. Ah. Where... 
It's the happiest place on earth. It's like a year now since we've been to Disney. It's the happiest place on earth for for Tony Bruno. It's the happiest place on earth for many, many people. But you know where else it's the happiest place on earth for Tony Bruno? Who? It is the happiest place on earth for not just humans. Doggies? But for dogs. This is a doggy update? This is a doggy update. Let's go. Let's go. How happy is this little guide dog getting to meet Donald Duck? That looks like it's near Cinderella's castle, Robin. (laughs) Donald Duck's down, squatted down in this beautiful... It is the cutest thing this It's a dog. service animal. It somebody's service dog. It's an autistic service dog for a little girl who has autism. <laughs> and the oh, doggy, which is a it's just, it's, it's golden retriever. Uh huh. And this dog just was snuggling up to Donald Duck, just happy as a clam. Beautiful. And why? How? How? How do you know clams are happy, Robin? They're sitting in the bottom of the, I agree. In the sand. Where did that come from? I, I don't know. I never liked it. I that. think it's because the clams, they just look like they have a big smiley face. Not Disney. I like yeah. the, at the Playboy Mansion, which is now, of course, closed, when women used to put their heads in my lap, and I gave them the same treatment. Yes. The same Patted kind of them loving. on their head? <laughs> <laughs> I went down That's to my so, knees. It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job out of you. Yes. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> my, my I'm, I'm on my Twitter feed, of course, and the stream chat's going great today. I want to thank yes. everybody for checking in today. Of course, we're going to be live in a couple of hours. I'm going to wear this shirt tonight. I think my breaking news, nobody cares shirt. I like it. I like it. And speaking of breaking news, to repeat the top stories, Antonio Brown, who cannot stay away from the news for at least 20 hours. I mean, there's not a day that goes by where he's not in the news. When he's not threatening to sue Robert Kraft and everybody in the NFL right, to get right. the $40 million that he says the Raiders owe him and the $9 million that the Patriots own him, he decides to re-enroll, ladies and gentlemen, in case you missed it, back at his alma mater, Central Michigan University. And, and nobody can rip him for that, can they? No, I don't think How can you can... rip a guy who wants to go back to school? I don't think you can. I want to remind people that we are um, ending the show. We have to end it an hour early. So today you're only getting two hours on Twitch only, but you are going to get an additional two hours. So a total yes. of four. So you're actually How many getting, hours? A- you're getting an extra hour. Just think yes. of it as. <laughs> but you just have to tune in tonight. So if you're wide, wherever you are. Yep. You can, just- t- you can tune on the 97.3 right. ESPN app. Listen to it live anywhere. And then also you get the video and audio component on our regular Twitch stream, so twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. So make sure that you tune in. Even if you're watching a game, even if you're watching Monday Night Football somewhere, you can still listen and put us on sideway, on the side. We're like on the side stage. The game will be on the main stage. Well, this is pregame. So we can be on the main stage during yes. pregame. Yes. And then um, listen to us so that you can interact and get all of your pre-game info and up-to-date, and it's and great stuff. And fun and knowledge and breakdowns that you're not getting anywhere and if else. You, and if you happen to be in the area, stop by. Stop by the um, Americana. Landmark, Landmark Americana. Americana. In Glassboro. It is really a very, very cool place. Fun time. Easy to get to. Easy to get in and out of. Uh, has its own parking lot, so there's no it's parking. huge parking yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a huge parking lot. And if you need to then buy liquor for the game, liquor. there's a liquor store right there. 
there attached. It's so awesome. Who has to buy liquor for a game? You know, people like the to kids drink. kids are in during... the college. No, I mean, it's an open to the public liquor store, but it's conveniently located for the Glassboro students who are of legal age because they card there. You just don't walk in there like this is an Eagles tailgate and start drinking at 16. They don't play that shit there. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. So, you might feel like we're cutting it off an hour early today, but we're actually giving you an extra hour later on tonight. Exactly. So, don't, don't be giving us that stuff and, and getting all the pouty faces going that we're like, oh, it's an outrage. You guys are cutting an hour early. Nuh-uh. We're giving you an extra hour, people. Exactly. Now, the other interesting thing is there are some people on Twitter who think that the gentleman, Mr. Laws, Hakeem Laws, uh-huh. who gave us the greatest soundbite of 2019 so far. Right. The gentleman uh, in Philadelphia, there was a fire outside of his home. He had obviously watched the Eagles game, went outside, got a ladder from the fire truck. Apparently, he used to work for the fire department. Right. He and a friend helped get children out of a burning house with a ladder, and then the person on the ladder was throwing the babies down to Mr. to Mr. Mills. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, Mr. Laws. Laws. Hakeem Laws. And then he gave the police and the media, basically, the greatest soundbite ever. Yes, he did. Can we play that one more time, Robin? Uh, I sure can. Hang on. Because this, to me, this has to go in a loop. Do you want, this guy do you want is the video true. as well? Or just yes, absolutely. Okay, I, want the whole, I want the whole thing. Give it whole to me mishpuka. all. Give it to me, baby. Give, Give it, it to me. me. Little extra something, something. Sort of like two for one. Except you're getting one for one right now. You have it, Robin? I do. Hold on. We're going to. Is it replaying? What's the matter with you? Hello. 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 Here we go. And was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies. Ugh. We don't need buffering. It's just a 10 second video. Come on, Internet. Hello? Out the window. We was catching him. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. I love the look. It sort of reminds me of Pittsburgh Steeler head coach Mike Tomlin. He gives that one look with the eye. He actually gives three looks as he's talking about catching and the baby. He's assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching him. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. And his assistant people down. My man just like, I like to put that out and there. His mishaps mm. out there. I give you that look every now and then. Like, what are you talking the about? The eye roll was the best. Yeah. Because he did multiple eye rolls, including the, the big one, the final one. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, Tony. Now, why is, uh, why is Dean? Says he's boycotting. See, he's giving us a hard time because we are cutting the day short, he says. He hasn't even been on the Twitch stream today. What's the matter with him? It's his fault. Is he pissed That's... off that the Patriots didn't cover? No, I ah! think... What did you just do? It's my thumb. I need a doctor. There is something wrong. What happens when I need a doctor out there? This, my thumb on my left hand, every time when I, when I flex it in a certain... I get, a, like a, I get like this sharp shooting pain, like a lightning bolt just went in it. If anybody knows what that is... You know what it happens as soon as it happens. I mean, I, oh, yeah, it, it's I like a, it's got to be a tendon or a ligament or something that's damaged in there. I'm not sure. Like, I can move it most of the time, but every once in a while, if I'm reaching, I get this sharp pain. It goes straight up the thumb from the bottom 
of the palm here, and it shoots straight up the front of my thumb like a lightning bolt. So I don't know what's going on out there. But if anybody is a doctor, I'm going to have to go to a doctor. Yep, yep, yep. A hand doctor. See what's going on out there. It's not a cut. There's no cut. There's no injury. It's just internal. Yet I will still play in pain. I will not pull. An NFL player who has a little, I'm not going to beat Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I don't feel good tonight. I'm sick. I'm not going to go to Landmark Americana. Somebody's going to go to Green Bay. Somebody who goes to a Landmark Americana tonight in Glassboro, New Jersey, is going to win two tickets to the Eagles-Green Bay Packer game on Thursday night and lodging in Green Bay, too. And and technically, the odds are really good because it's not like there's hundreds and hundreds of people in exactly. the bar. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal bit. We'll see you tonight with Aton. The whole gang live. Landmark Americana, 6 to 8. It's not Carpal Tunnel. I know that, man. Thanks. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country in the universe. We'll see you later tonight and back here tomorrow on Twitch.tv Bruno Nation Live. Good night, everybody. Straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here, to live a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.